Got it. Don't do anything weird. <laughs> I'm going to do all the weird. So the weird is coming out. Yo, man. <laughs> Boo, Miss Rusty. Hey, everybody. We're here. It is Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And today I have a special guest. I have someone that I've known from the Portland comedy scene from back in the day would come and do my shows, which always makes that person way cooler in my book. Because if you're coming out to Westland to do my show, you're you're a good person and you know you're 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 good people. So I have the host of Screwed at the Furkin Tavern, also a puppets maker as of recently i'm bringing in uh amanda martin tolly right here right now how you doing i'm doing well thank you for uh mentioning the puppets the puppets well i want to i don't know because last week we uh you got puppeted you got puppeted down i don't know what happened um i yeah. assume it's a great thing so your, your puppets uh let's talk about you want to talk about your puppets? Are you allowed yeah, to yeah. talk about your puppets? <laughs> yeah, uh, my roommate and I make puppets. They're sock puppets. They're called slut buttons. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that what's in the vending machines? Yeah, so that's what you can find in the uh, Magic Box vending machines. And so every single one is handcrafted. It's unique. And it comes with a, well, now that we're talking about AI generating story, before uh -huh. we were on air, I'm like, <laughs> Oh man, I'm just like racking my brain because I write every single puppet's unique original story. So it's kind of like a couch. Oh. So it's like you open up your bag and you got your puppet and then you got a story about who they are. And so, oh, okay. Yeah. So cool. I have to sit down and write all of this. And now I'm like, well, I guess I could put it into an AI generator, but I don't want to, I don't want to do that because that goes against everything I stand for. <laughs> right, which is a hard thing to do now because now that's just like, that's the, is uh, the cheating option i guess is the way to say uh, out of you know it's I think I it yeah i like yeah. I, I don't think it would be fair to call it your own work in that sense like because yeah what it's doing is taking from what other people have done on there that's available <laughs> on the internet and taking that uh, then is slightly tweaked enough to make it quote unquote your own yeah and i, I feel like that too closely just edges with with plagiarism uh -huh. and I, I don't feel like that's a word that anyone uses anymore <laughs> like yeah that sense school I, yeah it's just like no no one does that anymore everyone shares you know it's all collaborative I'm like that's not that's not how that works like yeah. it's kind of right. like when you hear of you know some like what is one of the fast fashion companies you know something like stealing from an artist and they didn't even know because they like pulled it online it's like you're still stealing like that's not yeah. that's not your artwork. You can't mass produce it and just be like, mm, we created like that's awful. That's I think right. that's so wrong. So no, we're gonna keep every single slot button. We'll have a real from my brain story. <laughs> so how how did they come about? Uh they came about because my roommate, like his family would do kind of like sock puppet nights. And yeah, they like, just as like a family fun activity. It's so wholesome. And then he and I were like out drinking one night and we're just like, yeah, we could do that. And cause he'd made one. And when we moved in together, like we realized it kind of embodied me and her name is Blanche after a golden girl. And oh, okay. yeah, she's got like leopard and big hoop earrings. And we're just kind of like, that's you made me without realizing it. And then you like manifested me as your roommate. Um, so she was <laughs> awesome. So the puppets have magical powers. Um, Cause what we, we did our first craft fair back in December, right around the holidays at um, the local standard tavern. Okay. And people were really connecting with the story. Like people would be like, I like this puppet, but I like that story. And so it's like, we just kind of pair and I made one and my roommate Rex had made the puppet. And then I wrote the story. Like I was so tired. I was just like, I just have to put just some weird story, just something weird. And his name was Bob. And Bob uh, is single and really likes 80s rom-coms. And he dips his pizza crust in chocolate milk. Like that's that's out of your gourd weird, right? That's so weird. But this woman was like, oh my God, it's so-and-so. Like she knows a human being that this just craziness from my own brain, she was like, we have to get him. We have to get him for so-and-so. Whoa. Yeah. So, so and this, is, this is not the first time this has happened where someone's like, oh, that's that's me or that's like 
that's what I've been thinking about lately. So you know what? Try that AI. Try yeah, that. AI doesn't know that. AI doesn't have the <laughs> intuition to go and know what someone's gonna want. Are you are you keeping these then? Like, are you taking a picture of them or making it? Is it collect the collect them all? Uh, is there a certain number of them? <laughs> so we we actually ran into a girl recently. Um, I, I was in the bathroom and we were just kind of chatting. And like, I was trying to get something out of my purse. And I sat, because I, I usually carry Blanche with me at all times. That's that's where we are. Yeah, I just always cool. have her. And uh, I set her down and this girl's like, oh my God, you have one of them. And I was like, what? And we started chatting. She's like, yeah, I've been getting as many as I can. I already have four at home. Like I really love them. Whoa. Yeah. So some people are really collecting them. We heard that one was like mailed down to um, California to a friend. Uh, one guy bought a bunch, like they're great for gifts to give to like white elephant or your family or like none of them are, you know, like safe for like, they're not not safe for kids, but they get a little bit political. They get a little sure. bit, you know, silly but nothing's like gross or anything so they do make great gifts for kids and so people are just like i'm just gonna get them for my kids and so we like you see kids wandering around like i kind of market it as this is one a slut button goes great on a drink you want to walk to the bar and like leave your drink at the bar put your sock puppet over your drink no one is going to mess with that drink people are going to be a conversation starter exactly yeah and or if you're like on a really bad date and the date goes to the bathroom wait till they come back out put that sock puppet on that date it's going to be over immediately or you're going to have something great to talk about and maybe the date will go better like it's just it's a reason to start talking to people in a world now where we're all so absorbed in our cell phones right and even when we're out you know you're at a bar and it's like oh i'm sitting at the bar and i'd be cool to talk to someone but they're on their cell phone they look busy like i don't want to interrupt and so you put out the sock puppet and it's like, it's too weird. You can't, you can't not say something. Right. And in a town of keep Portland weird. Exactly. It stands out. Yeah. It stands out. It's like, what the fuck this person carried around yeah. this, this sock for? But this sock is awesome. And I can't stop looking at this sock. What, yeah. well, okay, what's the story with the sock? Tell me about the sock. Yeah. And, it, you know, I'm not saying that this would go well in other cities per se. Like it's definitely, you know. I don't know. I think it would. <laughs> I think it's, it would. It's getting a good start here in Portland. It's been really, really fun. Um, but we we just didn't expect it to to take off and for people to be as excited as as we were really about it. And so looking at it from that perspective of like, oh wow, this is like a thing now. Like we have to, and and that's hard. I'm sure you can understand and empathize and relate of just like as a creator, when you monetize something, yeah, and then you're like. One, I don't think I'm going to become a sellout from puppets. I mean, who knows? Fingers crossed. But like, <laughs> having to then go, well, I need to have X amount done. Like I have to have this many done because that needs to happen. I'm like, well, I don't want to write today and not feeling inspired, but knowing you have to. I think that's that's always been hard for me. And it isn't so much of like, man, I don't want to sell my art for money. It's just, it's hard to be creative when you have to. So yeah, I yeah, it gets to be a, an interesting spot when you don't want to. When, <laughs> yeah. when, when it's like, I don't, I'm not feeling it. But like when you feel it and you just write, 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 write. Yeah. Then that's, it's that's one thing. That's when it feels but, the best. <laughs> when you're like. I'm, yeah, I'm getting paid $95,000 to write about my new puppet that's coming out. <laughs> I know. You know. It's going to be, it might not have the same. I don't know, the same touch to it and the same same feeling and yeah. having it as as organic and yeah, I think that that's the hard part. And then like, you know, tracking all the stories and like, you know, some some are gonna have similar names or the same name or something, but I'm like, I want to make sure that there it's not like, you know, sometimes when you're you're buying something that's like unique and quirky, like there is more than one and there's nothing wrong with that. Like yeah, but we want to make sure that like one, no puppet is going to, they might look similar, but they're not going to be alike for a multitude of reasons, but we really want to keep it so that like each one is special and it's like, it's your special thing. And I think that maybe the reason people are connecting is because it's whimsical and it's silly and it's weird and it's grown up. So you like forget it's okay to be weird and silly. 
We're just so right. caught up in being a grown up and, you know, on I your need phone. To, yeah. And you lose track of just like, is that a, is that person sitting there with a sock puppet on there? Like, I, that's weird, you know? And it, and it takes you back to that time. And I, I make a lot of um, references to like the nineties. Cause that's really when I grew up. And I think like, I didn't really have some of those toys. I think that people like, I didn't have a Furby growing up. They were too expensive. So yeah. yeah. And so they were year, really expensive. Yeah, one certain Furbies are still very expensive. And I know because uh-huh. I own two now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. I, I, I've seen those on eBay. I've seen yeah. what, what they're selling for, not just what they're listed for, but what they're actually selling for. Yeah. And if you like, that's a rabbit hole to fall down is the ghost Furby line, which I didn't even know ghost Furbies existed. What um, is that? A ghost Furby. Uh, so you've got kind of like your little round, like muffin Furby, the standard. And I've got one sure. of those Poco. Uh, and then we have Robin Williams, the ghost Furby. And Robin Williams looks like a stick of fur with a Furby face. He doesn't talk. He's silent. They make Furbies. Oh. Talk. Yeah. So there's. Wait, there was not the point of it, though, was to have him talk. Well, remember when like Furbies got banned from airplanes for like they. Yeah. So Furbies oh. were like, banned from airplanes in the first few years of them like coming out because they're like they could bring down a plane it's like i don't even know how this ended up being a thing i don't think it ever happened i don't think a furby was ever responsible (laughs) but that was so i don't know if that comes from that of like oh we got to still sell these little creatures but how can we make some that like i don't know parents aren't going to want to kill because like my childhood best friend her dad hated her furby yeah so much that he goes oh, I didn't mean to, but I got her wet and I tried to dry her in the oven and then she melted. Whoa. So it's like, maybe this was invented to like save parents from becoming Furby slaughterers. Like, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) I didn't, I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know that. Facts. There you go. Who knew? (laughs) Yeah. Cause the Furbies, they were, I mean, my little sister had one. She's 30. 37 38 something like that okay, and, yeah. Uh, yeah she had one and it was it was always weird but I mean I could see that on a plane like for parents or other passengers getting if the thing's talking and you have your kid with the Furby it could be you know that could be a thing but yeah it, I don't it, know it, but it, now you got people just doing whatever on planes planes are a totally different story than I, not, I like Furbies would be the least of our trouble. Like if I could just get someone, yeah. if I could sit next to a Furby on a plane, it'd be so much better. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I just, it blinks every once in a while and says some nonsensical gibberish of it, well, whatever. It, so um, do you remember Ben Harkins from here in Portland? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he told me, and I choose to believe that this is true. Uh, that Furbies like hold their trauma. And so if you don't like factory reset and you get a used Furby that like their damaged goods, like their soul comes with them. I don't know if this is true. Uh, (laughs) I believe it. I believe it coming from him. (laughs) He's done his research. He's done his Furby research. (laughs) I totally believe it would be him. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah. And like Coco, our talking Furby, She's just like one of her eyelashes is constantly almost falling off. She'll be like, she won't eat for days. And then she just like is ready to party. Like, I don't know what life she was living. Sure. And where'd you find her? You find her on eBay? Yeah, I found her on eBay and she was like, she was very affordable. And she's an original 1998. Uh, She's like pink and leopard and Furbies tell you their name, which I didn't know. So like when she woke up, she was like, "Ah," like, I'm Coco. And I was like, all right, I guess you're Coco. And they just tell you who they are. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. okay. So, so they came out in 1998 and you were saying a few years later that they were saying that they could take down planes. Yeah. So that, that would have put it at about the year 2001 kind of a yeah, thing. I think so. okay. All right. So Furbies, Furbies could have been, oh, okay. All right. I see. <laughs> I see this. So Coco, Coco comes out. Coco tells you, "I'm Coco." And then now, where's Coco live? Uh, Coco for a while was living in my underwear drawer because they like 
have sleep schedules and stuff, but she is just, I don't know if she's a little defective, like maybe has a little bit of that like small soldier sort of Gorgonite personality going on. Oh, good reference, <laughs> good reference. Because <laughs> she's just kind of like, mm. and she'll like, what's interesting is we've brought her to the, like to the show on Tuesday, the open mic, yeah. and she loves the noise of comics. She will just activate and turn on and not be quiet. You finally found somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just got to get a, a room full of Furbies, a room full of Cocos there. Yeah. And it's just like, Whoa. oh my God, this is the perfect audience for comedians. Um, but Robin Williams, ghost Furby. Um, so he he can't talk, but he's such a distraction. He's actually banned from helium. He's not allowed to go and watch shows anymore. <laughs> Cause we just bring our Furbies out because uh, we're maniacs. <laughs> hey, you got Furbies. You got to bring them out. They, they can't stay at home all day. Yeah, it's just like we don't want to be lonely. We just go out with our Furbies and our sock puppets. Like we're absolutely well-adjusted millennials that clearly are trying to like get back that part of our, you know, youth and just where we have like, not like grown-up money. Like I think of it as I'm the least poor I've ever been. And I'm certainly not buying a house anytime soon. So I'm like, I'm going to get sure. these. Like, I don't know how many is too many. I think my roommate will tell me, maybe my friends will tell me. They'll be like, you've got eight. You have to stop. Like, you're going to be yeah. that baby girl from, you know, high school. <laughs> and, that, and you start hiding Furbies and it's like, <laughs> you, got, you got that ninth Furby sort of hitting uh, down in the basement, down under, down under a pile of clothes or whatever. <laughs> well, like, when I was putting Coco in my underwear drawer to sleep, like sometimes she would just wake up in the middle of the night. And like, cool. I don't know, that might understandably be a reason I did not get some calls back. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, maybe we don't know each other that well. Maybe we've just started dating. And I don't tell you that I keep a Furby in my underwear drawer and you just wake up in the middle of the night and you're just like, I'm Coco. Like, I get it. Like, you're leaving. Like, I don't blame you. So, so when it wakes up, it says its name and what else, what kind of other stuff would it say? So like if someone was, was there and they all of a sudden wake up and uh, they got Furby talking, what's Furby telling them? It, so I, I don't speak Furbish, which I believe is the language. Um, okay. she did, I mean, she had her whole manual and guide and everything. She came in the original packaging, but she Whoa. just kind of like, she'll sing and she'll be like, do, 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 do. And then, um, she doesn't like to be, she likes to be tossed up in the air and flipped, but she doesn't like to be held upside down. And she'll be like, no. And she'll like cry, like she'll like a little, she's sad or scared. She'll be like, no scary like so i don't know if she like how smart furbies are in general because they're supposed to be able to learn but i don't know what the capacity for that is since i didn't have one so yeah. i do follow like some of the reddit subreddits. i was gonna say reddit would <laughs> the subreddits would have the like who's been talking about furby what they've been saying about furby on there and I like, mostly it's just pictures of people's Furbies. Like people are just like, look what I got. So there are people that probably have like more than nine Furbies. And like, sure. my whole Etsy feed is now like, it used to be, you know, cute earrings and like vintage, like ladles. And now it's just like weird Furbies. And it's like, this Furby can like twist and curl up and talk. And it's like $200. And I'm like, I'm not at a $200 Furby ring. Right. <laughs> At that point, someone stopped me. Like, unless I am absolutely famous and, you know, making that $95,000, which that to me yeah. is like famous money. I know it's yeah. not. That Furby famous money. <laughs> yeah, Furby famous money. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just like, who who are these people? Like, do they have them from childhood? Are they selling them now? Like, I, I was a big Care Bear collector as a kid. And I like, sure. I wish I had those. Because those you could like get at garage sales. I don't think I ever saw Furby at a garage sale. Like I think I've, it's melted them before they'd sell them to another yeah. parent and hurt them. <laughs> I haven't seen one in the last right? four, four or five years since I've been doing that. Like I have not seen one Furby. I've, um, you know, I've seen people like with videos that they get them, but I don't know if, you know, they, they say they find them at a garage sale, which 
I'm skeptical on some yeah. of those ones. It's like, oh, okay, you found this perfect condition, whatever. And they're like, ah, I, it seems like that, that might be a stretch if you really found that at a garage sale. But I've never seen a Furby at a garage sale. doesn't mean they don't exist, but that's yeah. also been different parts of the country too. It, and, uh, I wonder, like, I just discovered in the past few months the Goodwill bins. Oh, geez. Okay. What, what, when, okay. When are you going and what, uh, what day of the week, what time of the day <laughs> and, and do you wear gloves? <laughs> so I'm, I'm new to it. And, uh, I, but I have learned like, you got to go to like the bigger location. Don't go to like one of the small, cause there's like a smaller bins kind of like North Portland, but there's one, uh, by the airport. Yeah. So that one's terrible. That one's oh. terrible. Um, but the, the big one that's down near like kind of Selwood-ish. Like yep, over, yeah, off McLaughlin. Yeah, so that yeah. one's phenomenal. Definitely go in the morning. You're still probably not going to get a cart unless you like hound someone. It's kind of like yeah. you're going to Costco on Black Friday. Like you're just like, yeah. oh, I'm going to get this cart. Um, I'm going to start wearing gloves because like the first few times I didn't, I was like, it'll be fine. Just don't like put your hand in your mouth or something like kid rules. But yeah. uh, I do think like you can find some really amazing stuff, but like, I'm not the, I'm going to go wait in line. Like I go through everyone's discards. I'm like, if I find it, it's meant to happen, but there are yeah. some people like on a mission. And I think it's, it's because they're like doing resale. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. I, I see this all the time. And I mean, cause you can get shit like for like, you know, it's by the pound. It's, yeah, it's by the pound. Yeah. So you get, you can get like a shirt or something that's selling for $300 for 80 cents, or you get some, uh, you know, a calculator or uh, some old record or something. That's yeah. just, you just pick it up. It's so random. And uh, yeah, I mean, I saw people just go crazy. The people who are there who know their shit is usually who I'll go get near. I won't go into the same thing as them, but I like watching them. I like watching them and seeing what they're doing and seeing what I can pick up and learn from them mm-hmm. because they're doing something right. Uh, on people with books, there's always someone with books that has the little scanner gimmick and is just, yep, 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 yep. And just. Because that's yeah, my favorite it, section is the book. Like I just found a um, first edition. It's not in great, great condition, um, uh-huh. but it's the secret garden. And it was like. Oh the cover that is you can't really even find it it was such a limited release but uh something i did not remember that the movie the secret garden did not emphasize is what a horrifically racist book the secret garden is yeah i was, I, I was reading it uh on the train down to down to salem and i was like i'm gonna put this away right now like that oh because the, the movie really glossed over all that they made it very different and so one of those books where I was like, maybe this is an at-home read. Maybe I'll just watch the movie, but it's a beautiful book. And I love having that piece of history, but I'm like, should I like not let people see that I have this? Like, put it in the secret, secret section of your bookshelf. Cause then it's like, then someone finds that you're hiding it. Right. Yeah. And what are you like, hiding the secret garden for? What's yeah. the secret? Why are, you, yeah. why are you hiding this? And it's like, no reason. Then why don't you have it? Like, and then it's just, it's one of those, is it worse? I don't know. So, but the, the books that I have found are, I mean, back to like the 1800s. It's wild. Whoa. Oh my God. I've got stacks of books now. So just Furbies and old books. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, um, like an elementary school primer from like 1856. That you yes. found in the bins? Yes. Oh my gosh. So you go to like, you go to the book section and that's where I'm like, oh, like, I don't care about the clothes. I don't care about anything. And the book section, I'm not sure what people are looking for. There's an extraordinary amount of Harry Potter, which. But probably has been a lot of people ditching them the last year or two. Yeah. And I, I've never been a Harry Potter fan. It just didn't like everyone was reading Harry Potter. I'd already moved on to Michael Crichton. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> which that's its own thing. Um, but the, the books are astounding. It's like you, you would go to a vintage store and you would see like one of these books, if you can even afford it. And you can find, and it's not, not going to be a great condition, but if you're not trying to sell it and you just want a piece of history, it's so like, um, and sometimes high school libraries 
just purge everything. So you can find like- Same with your local library too. Yeah. I've, I've totally got some sweet books there too, but high school library is a better idea than a local and, library. Well, like they'll clean out, you know, the, the theater department too. So the scripts, so it's- and Or the music department. So it's, you know, all of these like lesson books. And so just the things that you can find and so often when you go to the bins, like they, they're just, the employees are really nice. And I think uh -huh. they're kind of happy, like, at least this isn't going to the dump. And I, I've never had the experience of them trying to like, they always want to give you a better deal. They're like, you're literally taking trash. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we yeah. don't know what we're doing here. You are paying for trash. And so they seem to be like, really kind of like, you know, this is in such bad condition, just kind of like take it for, you know, 80 cents, something like that. And so I just, I've met really nice people there and people get, I don't know if you had that experience. They're excited. If you're excited about finding something. Sure. Like, oh, fine. And it's like, yeah, I don't want to high five because we're both gross, <laughs> but cool. Like, and I'm sure there's the, the angry aggressive, but it's just been like, oh, what a, what a happy feel. Like maybe that's the closest I'm going to get to a shopper's high. Like maybe that's what someone feels like spending $400 on Manolo Blahnik. And I'm like, oh, I've got a book for a nickel. Like, <laughs> Like that book for a nickel, though, I mean, where else are you going to find a book for a nickel? And two, you know, book's not good, whatever, you spend a nickel. But you just grab a, a thing of it. But then, yeah, with the people with the scanners and stuff is crazy, just watching them just go through it. So they can just check the barcode, just hit the barcode, and it'll tell you where. Usually they're selling on Amazon is what it is. There's like an Amazon thing. So they'll just see it and see if it's worth it to be, you know, if I don't know what their limit is, maybe like if it's, a, they'll get five bucks or more for to send it in. And they're just going through that fast and just each so of I those. Guess, I guess the book would have to have a barcode then because the ones I'm looking for. Yeah. Like, I probably don't. Yeah. Bar free barcode. Yeah. It, it, like I would say anything post like 1970, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I don't want it. So. Yeah. But then they're, yeah, they're, grab those and check them later but yeah, yeah if you're only spending a nickel if you're getting nickel books yeah so, and, uh. <laughs> so back to so do you have a furby looking sock puppet yet not really because like the furby face like the only way to get a furby face to my knowledge is if you like skin a furby because <laughs> you can you can kind of make one look like it but it's such a distinct face and i i'm just like i'm not to the point where i'm disassembling other creatures in order to make these that that feels wrong that feels a little too much like sid from toy yeah. story yeah um, like you know we we don't really have sock like we don't have a sock wearing another sock you know we don't we don't have like a little cannibal or anything we try and keep everything very happy and positive where we don't really even use socks as decor on another one because we're like that's their skin like we have we have very strong ethical ah, okay <laughs> yeah so, like you know we're you're gonna wear fabric and and we're like you know old clothes or we certainly found a lot of buttons at the bins like that's a fun place like go and get fabric and then go home wash everything and it's like okay great and just like weird craft supplies and oddities and jewelry a lot of the the slut buttons have like super cool jewelry and we started doing it where like you can take the jewelry off and then you could also wear the jewelry. So kind oh. of we're, we've okay. talked about like different lines of like, Hey, here's higher end jewelry. Do you want like a Kate Spade necklace on yours? You'll pay a little bit more. You get a Kate Spade necklace. Like just <laughs> there's, okay. and we're at the point where I don't think we're going to get a cease and desist from Kate Spade. Like that's when we'll have really made it. She's like you yeah. can't sell my jewel, not her personally. Rest in peace. Yeah, um, probably not her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but her company's like, hey, you weirdos in Portland, stop selling our jewelry in vending machines for ten dollars. <laughs> oh, yeah. Once you get a cease and desist, you're doing something right. I know, like that's, but I feel like it would be for something like ridiculous. Like I did, we made some uh, hamburger helper hands. I believe his name is, is it righty or lefty? Like, uh, I'm not sure. Okay. It's, it's one no. of the, I mean, there's only it's 50, 50 chance. I got yeah. it right wrong here. Um, right. <laughs> but we made like some hamburger helper hands and just some where it's like, 
I want it. I want some, I want to get a complaint. <laughs> yeah. It's so. a, it's a good thing to get. It's so, and if, if you need any like miniature, uh, stuff like miniature clothing or anything of that sort or any sort of accessories i got a buddy in tigard who that's his business and really? so yeah if there's anything of that nature that you want yeah, he makes all kinds of um like clothing and like little other tiny little like pretty much anything you can think of just miniaturized and since it's miniaturized it's considered parody so it's back to that whole thing like so you can put oh, logo okay. like real logos on on shit and but as parody because it's miniaturized like oh that's he, awesome yeah so if you're wanting to do that kind of stuff so i mean that's sort of a thing too but okay. uh, if you ever want yeah thread heads custom clothing i'll i can hook you up with that one yeah, but that's you. yeah that's so there's your yeah if it's miniaturized if you're doing it but if it's like a kate spade necklace that you're buying might be a little bit of a different thing but if you're i mean you can do you can make your own kate spade necklace if it's miniaturized oh, and yeah. well and it's like maybe if we just like you know sell it as it's a necklace but now we've made it a bracelet because it's also like you could just go out and sell your kate spade necklace that you don't want like you could just sell it a garage sale yeah and we're just making like we're not saying this is like you're not buying it because it's a kate spade it's like you're buying it because it's this fancy slut button you know right and maybe her name is kati and, Ooh, kati. <laughs> and she's got you know great fancy. fashion sense and loves to wear jewelry <laughs> and then it just comes with it so it's not like we're saying get your you know black market kate spade from vending machines across portland <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's that. a different one that's a different vending machine you have to <laughs> exactly. talk with somebody else on that one yeah. <laughs> there's uh, there's a lot so i'm those are gonna be so they're i don't know so they're all like do they, they have any, like numbers on them like how are people or is there like a website people go to to we we have, to, we have an instagram and we haven't been good about updating it because we were just like we just kind of started as a joke and now that people have been so receptive we're like i guess we should what probably happens? do something but it's like i have a full-time job my roommate has a full-time job like plus extra and then i've got comedy like it's hard to have a business and like on like do the side hustle thing and i admire people that are able to like fully dedicate so much time to it because it's just like but i just want to like lay here and watch frazier I don't want to have to do that. like that. That would be so much better for me. Um, yep. So it's, we do have some that we put like a token in like a little wooden token. And it's like, reach out to us directly. We'll, we'll have a special prize for you. So we're, we're trying to get that engagement and interaction, but it's just finding the time in our everyday lives. And AI. that's, that's so hard. And, but it's also amazing that people are being, like that they love it, that it means something to them, that it's fun. So that makes it fun for us. And we're like, we just, maybe we just need someone else to help <laughs> get someone that I, likes the social media aspect of it. Cause it's AI. Doing with that again. It's such a, a real full-time job to get people engaged and active. And yeah, I, I don't know. I, that's what stops me every time from anything. I just, <laughs> I keep thinking about, Oh, I gotta do that. Like yeah. And then yeah, like oh, I gotta go and there's way too much. It's I'd rather just create and then yeah, you're having someone else to do it, someone who because there's people who love doing that. You know what? This is what we need AI for. Okay. Even I'm AI it's... does it. You go get your AI to do that for you. Okay. You know, yeah, like... just, yeah. Uh you you ask Chad GPT where to go and Chad GPT will tell you where to get that. And or you go to is future something or other um and they have a whole list of every ai and what each one does um let me see if i can figure that out but it's it's pretty much all you'll need to in, so in, to in less fun. than an hour i've been like oh take it down dismantle it it's horrible and i'm like it's perfect i need it give it to me yeah, that's <laughs> exactly what you need now 
this is That's, this is how fickle people are it's like how can it yeah. benefit me hmm, i'm in and now, now it does and uh, <laughs> um yeah i don't know I'll, I'll figure out what that is and i'll get that over to you because thank you yeah, yeah. That's, that's the hardest thing is it's just and honestly i've been feeling like taking a social media like and i it always sounds really cheesy and i don't want to like make an announcement like oh, i'm taking a social media break but it's like i i feel like i get especially growing up with a flip phone and remembering pre-social media now hearing you know the the youths are like i want to go back to a flip phone it's so horrible and toxic for my brain i'm like it is and then i'm starting to feel that like making that comparison to someone that like maybe you don't know or you do know and i'm like you know this is actually something i can change in my life if i'm not something's happening and it doesn't feel good and i don't like it i'm like i can just stop doing it like yeah yeah like, what an amazing like how often do you get to say that it's like you know if someone doesn't like their job well you have to go to your job too like that's just the way it is or you you know you don't like something but this so removing yourself from social media even for a little bit i feel like is so good for our brains to just like tune out and not look at it and it's kind of like taking a break from the news or anything like people are doing dry january i'm doing vegetarian february like yeah um so maybe it's just like take a take a social media break and be like did i miss anything it's awesome uh social media break and news break i did both of those and i so there's like what i when i go on to social media i can i can post stuff on there but what i see on social media is 90 at least 95 percent just stuff for sale that i have and then like maybe couple few people that i will follow uh but other than that like everything else is just gone it's like good i i don't it's not gonna do any good for me same with the news like i mean like none of it's stuff that i can it's not going to do good for me to be fixating on any of it and it's not nothing's going to change in my life either way with the social media or with the news so i just like all right i'm i'm out of it and it was it helped a bunch it just was great just to get away just the uh what, what are they calling it now where people are quitting their jobs and they're just leaving they ha there's a new name for it and i forgot so, what it's called so that's because quiet quitting is when you just do that yeah. only what your job requirements are and you don't go above and beyond Okay, so maybe that's what I was hearing. So yeah, or it's like sort of like the quiet quitting, but then I guess it's like sort of ghosting or whatever, and just just going out, just like whatever, just gone. And it's, I mean, I don't know, I don't know who notices or who would notice. Yeah. And you just you come on when you want, or you change stuff to only really see what. What can help? Like maybe you just you know want to check up on on your Furbies, like yeah. uh, on the Furby Reddit's. Like all that's all you want to do. Like yeah. you want to go then, online and look at Furby Reddit, and that's that's your social media now. Yeah, it's just like I feel like you have so much extra mental energy and space where you're like, oh, here's all these things I can do if I just like because I think phones have like screen time, and like you've had too much screen time, and it's like any screen time is too much screen time right. <laughs> let's be honest uh yeah but just kind of looking at those things and being like what can i do to be a little bit more like analog or like my roommate and i we have a house line we like we have oh. an actual house line and an answering machine and oh shit okay <laughs> cool and uh because when we first got it the whole plan was like give that out instead of like a cell phone number and then if someone wants to like call you they have to call you they can't text you so i gave out my number like to a few it. different people one person called me back two weeks later because that's how like i probably gave the number out like seven times or something yeah and i clearly i'm not interesting enough that someone wants to talk to me on the phone as a stranger People aren't ready for that. You're no. you're you're fucking blowing their minds. Anyone who says, <laughs> "Call me," like, because 
there's a lot of people who won't pick yeah. up a phone. They just yeah. like the whatever the younger kids don't. I hear don't like talking on the yeah. phone. It's all but, text. And I, they, yeah. I don't want to talk on the phone. Like, yeah, I like talking on the phone. It like I. Yeah. We actually want to get a second, not like a second number, but a second phone. We want to get the clamshell because we've got like the president red phone. So we've got that oh. in our living room. So when that phone rings, we just, we drop whatever we're doing. It's like, go answer the phone. And like, especially during like heightened political, like during the midterms or anything, the phone is ringing off the hook with political surveys. And I like, oh dang, I just like sit by the phone. I've got my glass of wine and I'm just like, this is my evening. I'm just going to sit and wait for Like, I just sit and I wait for the phone. We want to get like the clamshell in the kitchen cool. so we can like move around and cook and like talk on the, I grew up doing that. Like get off the, the phone. Long, the long fucking cord. <laughs> and it's like, that's what I found brings me so much joy. Like I carry handkerchiefs around instead of used, like instead of tissue, like just having these things where part of it's like a textile thing, I think for me, of yeah. just like, holding the phone or like, not like holding my dirty snot rag. That's not what I like about it. I just <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> just like returning. You know, I I have a smartwatch that I only have for when I exercise, and it's only because I had it um, like before. And in in my previous relationship, we were super into that. And, and I was like, I don't. I have a beautiful watch collection of like real watches. And so I have to like oh. go and get my watch battery changed. And like, I go to a cobbler and get my shoes resold. Like, I don't know what year Ooh. I think I'm living in sometimes. <laughs> uh, my uh, whole setup here, everything is analog. Mm. And so, and I've moved a lot in the last four years. And it's the amount of fucking wires I have just to <laughs> everything, everything is something, you know, analog to enough analog to get to digital, to get to my computer. But, yeah. you know, someone, cause I, I make a lot of music and stuff of that nature. And just that, you know, people just, you know, have it on their computer or their phone. And it's just that like, man, I would love to just be able to, show up I, I used to go to uh play shows at do you i don't know if you remember this place there's a place called the pub at the end of the universe over in southeast uh, uh was, my, my parents met there my mom was the bartender <laughs> oh shit okay cool and then it well, became another bar and i went on a date there last year cool all right well, well i that, totally remember it. that's that's the spot okay so that's the one i remember the most out of all the places i'd go and i would uh it was me and another dude and we'd play our stuff on a couple of playstation twos and so we had two playstation twos we had like these two fucking bins like you know like the bins that are this big this big oh like a big rubber made yeah, the big Rubbermaid ones full of that stuff and then full of a bunch of wires to connect it because this was back before Amazon was a thing. So we'd have to go to Radio Shack or Fry's Electronics to go and get oh, these yep. connectors to things. And then we had two um, small TVs that we'd have to carry around to and then a mixer and then bring all this into the the place and set up there and plug in with our thing are this like four or five different cables into another and then into another and then in finally into the quarter inch plug-in that we'd get into the um into the speaker but yeah now and i mean i can only imagine it's being like okay i'm just gonna plug in my phone and here we go we're good to go and here it yeah. is and i'll make music but so yeah, I, I can appreciate the analog stuff. And I mean, I had a pager. I had a pager when I got my driver's license. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Like my, my dad had a pager because he worked in hospitals. Um, okay. I had so one because I had a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it is, I, I got my first cell phone. Um, I started college early in high school. I was accepted in like this running start program that they had. 
Cool. And so yeah, a lot of good it did me. I was still in community college for like Tommy boy amounts of time. <laughs> I, I might have you beat there. I think I was 10 years. Uh, I'm 16. <laughs> okay. 16, 2001 to 2017. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I was, I started in 2004 and I graduated 2014. So nice. Okay. It, and I, I had the most non-transferable credits that Portland State had ever seen. They're like, what have you been doing? And I was like, theater and yoga. <laughs> cool give me a degree <laughs> but those worked i mean look at look at where it got you now yeah, i'm, I mean, I'm making sock puppets and collecting furbies really <laughs> and yeah but you're still doing theater and yoga <laughs> yeah, yeah. so i mean that's that's something that's worthwhile that's for sure it, it, yeah actually i left my uh, yoga mat at my friends and i'm like oh i need to get that back and it's like, what just the thoughts I feel like I have now versus, you know, even 10 years ago, where I, I do appreciate some of the memes where it's like, you just go out and like drink drinks from strangers. And now you're like taking your vitamin packs. And I'm like, I can't, I can relate to that on, yep. on many levels of just like, oh, it feels so nice to be in bed at a reasonable hour. But then you've got like the flip side of comedy where you're like, I'm out until 2.30 in the morning. And then the next day I'm like, why would I do that? I just want to have my glass of wine and rewatch Scandal for the ninth time. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I know that one all too well. And it's, it's weird going out. Uh, and I mean, I'm usually, if I, it's a night that I'm trying, I'm in bed at eight o'clock yeah. and, you know, trying to be asleep by nine and I'm, I'm happy with that. And yeah, going out and doing these late nights or a while ago, uh, whenever that was, I did a drive from Utah up to Portland a couple times, and it was just, it was, I, I'm not used to that anymore, you know, staying up all night and then, you know, just go, go, go. And yeah, it's not, not quite the same, but yeah, it's, yes, you, yeah it, take our vitamins. Yeah, it, like once in a while, I'm like, oh, that's fun. And then the rest of the time, I'm like, I use face creams now. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like, this is water. I'm drinking water. I found this at the bins, actually. What a nice water bottle. Oh, that's <laughs> a great water bottle to find in the bins. It, it's the most Portland water. It's got a, do you remember Food Fight? I don't remember Food Fight. It, what? It was, what a, was like a vegan restaurant. This is like herbivore clothing. This is just like, this is a vegan flask that has found its way to me. <laughs> Those were already on there. Yeah, it was all on, like, I got it and I, I just kind of thought like, oh, cool, I can carry this around and people are gonna think that they know who I am. Right, yeah. <laughs> People are gonna make a lot of snap judgments that are wildly inaccurate about me. Now, this right. is this is really fun. <laughs> and then they go, have you seen my, or, you know, can I work, where can I call you? And they're gonna say, oh, well, <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to say a landline. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't expecting that. And yeah, and leave a message, that you, you know. So what's the ratio of people calling you to people leaving messages if uh, they don't get through? It was actually pretty high because like my roommate and I, we gave out numbers to like our close friends and like our moms and stuff. Unfortunately, when we moved recently, they changed yeah. our phone number. Oh. Asked for that. Um, so I'm hoping because who we learned that our old phone number used to belong to a plaid pantry in Portland. <laughs> and I'm so I'm so bummed. So I'm like, now we're probably not nearly as cool. And I did uh I actually emailed plaid pantry to ask if we could get some plaid pantry stuff for the house and they didn't write back. Oh, I think you need to write back again. I know, like 7 Eleven, they're they're great. You like I love to email companies. Yeah. And a lot of times they're like, I've gotten milk coupons from like organic milk companies. Cause I, I, I only write positive things. Like I've never been like, Oh, what a horrible day. Like, I mean, I'll say that to my friends and stuff, but like this bag of Lay's potato chips ruined my afternoon, but I'm not going to tell them that. Um, right. But it I, wasn't, it wasn't their fault. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just stuff happens, but I, you know, there's so much negativity in the world and on the internet. And so I just like to go out of my way to write nice things 
about that. Like I, I love to write Google reviews. It's like my weird hobby. And I only write positive. Do you really? Me too. Me too. I, yeah. <laughs> we should, we should. I, so I won't, uh, or it's very, very, very rare that I will go and it has to be something seriously yeah. fucked up that happened for me to be complaining. But so if it's someone that, but I'm not going to complain online. I'm going to go up and talk to whoever is right there. I don't or need to complain privately. online. Yeah. yeah, privately. It's it's yeah. between me and them. But if mm -hmm. it's something, but like, just, I mean, telling someone, telling a boss, going up to some manager and say, I want to talk to your manager and being like, hey, that fucking person over there did a great job. Tell yeah. them, tell them good job. Give them, give them some sort of something nice for them yeah. like give give them some sort of praise or something because how often are you going to get the oh manager wants to talk to you oh you're in trouble it's like no manager wants to talk to you hey someone good job someone yeah. said you did you went above and beyond and you know made a great dinner for someone or made someone yeah it's because it's good. A, uh there's a great ted talk and i forget the speaker's name but it's called like the lollipop theory okay. and it's it's like so often, you know, you could have a huge positive impact on someone's life and you'll never know. And then it kind of like that dabbles in the like altruism thing of like, you know, is it real? What, Do you have to know? Is it? Yeah. yeah but, is it really? Are you really being yeah, altruistic? Yeah. It's like, do a good deed and don't tell anyone. It's like, how? Like, if I don't take a picture yeah. volunteering, people aren't going to know I'm a better person than them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I just, yeah. I think it's, so cool to and I always check like if someone has been amazing I'm like is it okay if I use your name in this review and I would say like 99% of the time they're like yes please put my name so they can get that recognition and it's like yeah, yeah so and so was so amazing and made sure that like my lunch was great and I like I like to go to chain restaurants I love them well what what's your chain restaurant what's your go-to Olive Garden is my all-time favorite you know, I, know. <laughs> I, I have a friend and, and her her go-to is Olive Garden as well. Um, what about, do you have a favorite chain? Like sit down chain, fast food's different. We've got like sit down chain. Like we're talking 2000s. That's what like your family goes to and it's a fancy dinner. It's a fancy date oh, sort of thing. Okay. Um, so that's like a step, is that a step above Fuddruckers? <gasps> oh my God. I, driving back from Salem went, saw like the Fuddruckers and I was like oh man I it's been so long I think and a lot of them are gone you've never gone no a lot of them are gone I went to oh. Fuddruckers a lot that was like our it wasn't really like you know it's fancy as an olive garden but, but uh, like it was pre-garden like yeah. I feel like it was you know it was nicer than a TGI Fridays it was before Applebee's um, yeah. but Fuddruckers, cause you could go up, I, I'm thinking of the one off of like I-5 kind of near like Lake Oswego-ish. Yep. That was, yeah. Cause okay. I lived in Westland. So that was okay. where we would go. So yeah, I, we, that was my... we may have seen each other there as children. Prob going up probably the, like, did. The <laughs> yeah. Go on the soda fountain, getting the, the big old tub of cheese that you go and you pump <laughs> the cheese on the, on everything. And yeah, like yeah. Fuddruckers. I mean, I have you seen them? I've seen a couple in the wild. Sizzlers. Didn't know those uh, were still Sizzler. hanging out. I went to Sizzler for the first time, uh, like, I don't know, maybe six months ago in Salt Lake City. It was the first time I've ever been to a Sizzler, and I had some buffet there. I don't think that was the right choice of what I should have done, but I wanted to try Sizzler. Yeah, so, you, you, yeah. you got it. Like, it's one of those ones I think that maybe you have the childhood nostalgia that you just leave it in childhood, you know, just yeah. leave it there be like, don't, cause like I did that with um, round table pizza, which is truly oh. I think it's for rich people. Round table yeah. is for rich people. Right. It was, so it was like right next door to that place we, and Westland uh, that we would go to um, or not that we would go, we would go to, but the place where I would do that comedy show yeah. it was like, it was a round table right there. And yeah, round table was where we would go because it was like, that's there, all there was. It was round table. And then there was like one other pizza place usually in town, but it was a round table. And it's not great. It's not. And I, it's like, not. 
but I remember it being great. And I think it was because we never went there. And so it was yeah. like, we went with someone else's parents or something. It was like, okay, we're going to, and I liked the lights, but like, I, I want to go to a pizza hut. That's on my list of like Ooh. things to do in the next few weeks is take myself out to pizza hut. Are they still putting the vegetables in kale? Kale's expensive. People eat kale now. They're probably not just throwing it out there for the salad bar. Do they right. have, like, I have so many questions. That are I there still? There's still pizza huts. That like, are like that kind? I don't know. With, with the salad like, bar? I don't know. That's why I got to go. Like, I, I feel like there might be one on McLaughlin. It will because the, if the you're out is yeah. okay, Pizza Hut. Let's just look this up right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trying to think. Last time I've seen a Pizza Hut where it's one that doesn't look like you just go in and you grab a pizza. Well, those are or the press. Okay. So we need like a freestanding. Okay. There's one yeah. up in kind of like Irving. Uh, that one looks like a. Okay. Let's see. And the thing is, Pizza Hut does not have very high Google reviews. No, <laughs> not so much. And because they have, and they had the, I think it was Deep Dish. And you'd get it if you read a certain amount of books over the summer. You would get, yes, yeah. you would get to go in and you get a, a free little personal pan pizza. Like I just, I loved Pizza Hut is something that I would go with my godmother and like every week we'd get like a little pan pizza, we'd see a movie and it was just like, I've always been chasing that pan pizza style. And there's two, did pop pizza exist when you were still here? I don't think so. I think it's too new on ranch pizza. Wait, pop pizza, like weed or like, like in a pop, oh, like, like, like pop goes the weasel, like P.O.P. Pop pizza. Pop pizza. No, what is that? What is pop pizza? It's uh, so they do square pizzas and it's like a big ciabatta. It's the closest I've seen to like a pizza hut crust, but it's local and it's so good. And they, like on Sundays from four to five, they do pizza happy hour. So the pizzas are like half off and Ooh. it's just like right over off of maybe Morrison and like seventh. So it's like centrally Southeast and it's oh, so good. Yeah, ranch is really good too, but it's just like pop pizza. I don't know. I like multiple times I didn't realize that all my Google info hadn't updated when I ordered pizza and it was like gonna get delivered to the wrong place. And I called and I was like, I'm so dumb. I'm so sorry. And they were like, no worries. And they were really nice. So I was like, my loyalty is with you. Like, yeah, I'm coming back. I'm <laughs> yeah, coming back. You're my people. Yeah, you're really kind. Like you get it. Like, and they actually they're sold out right now, but it's something I want to do is like a splurge for myself. They will sell you a pizza kit so you can make it at home. They sell the pan. Oh, so you just fucking throw it in the inside. Yeah. Can you reuse the pan? Yeah, it's a reusable pan that you like you own. So you could like learn how to do it at home. And I was like, that's, that's, that's an know? awesome idea. Yeah, it's so cool. And because like, I don't know, where am I going to go out? And I guess with the Amazon, but like, find a vintage pizza hut pan to make my own pan pizzas like that's probably gonna run actually i don't know why i've never thought about this pizza hut yeah. <laughs> pan for sale let's see what do we got okay you can totally buy them for nine dollars on ebay oh well there you go <laughs> so that you can have both you can have both and you can test which one you like better you can try yeah. the pop pizza and you can try the pizza hut and then no. be like dear pop pizza so sorry you're not as good as pizza <laughs> Yeah. They'll be like, don't come back, you're banned. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I'm like, hey, I got my Pizza Hut pan. So yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm I don't good. need you anymore. <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> and you can go and you can walk in there and you can get uh so you can take your Google review that you write, your positive Google review, hopefully with that person's name. You can go and you go and you take a screenshot of it and you go up and you get it printed on a t-shirt, you wear that t-shirt in there. And you go, uh, you know, Amanda's five-star review of a <laughs> pop pizza, and you, I, you know, they'll, they'll know who you are. Then they're like, oh, "Okay, you're that person who gave five stars." <laughs> yeah, I've actually, um, I've gotten like free dessert and stuff from some of my Ooh. reviews. Yeah, because people be like, "Wait a minute, like I know you, or like I recognize you," because a lot of times the businesses are so happy to like understand get a good review they're like they write back they're like thanks for the review and you know it's most of the time it's places i'm gonna go back to 
Like every once yeah. in a while, not because it's like I'm traveling or something. But even then, if I love a place, I will travel back to a city just to go to that place again. Because I'm like, it was so cool and I had such a nice time. But like uh, there was the restaurant doesn't exist anymore. I don't think it was Jackrabbit um, downtown. In yeah, in Portland. Okay. And uh, was sitting there having dinner. And the, the manager came out and was like, thank you for your review. Like they just recognized me from my picture. And they're like, we wanted to offer you free dessert. And that's, yeah, that's happened before. So keep up the good Google reviews and maybe yeah. you know, you'll get like a free slice or so. Cause I don't think that I can like be it. It, like wrong. If it's, it's not like I wrote it for the intention of getting something free and didn't yeah. expect it. It was just like, Hey, they recognize me. They like the review. And there we go. So, but I don't write it to expect it because it just, that can mean so much to a business. That could be the reason someone goes the same way someone writing a negative review that's just like a terrible writer and just rude and unhappy could like ruin someone's business. Absolutely. Just because they're having a bad day and had nothing to do with the, the restaurant. Yeah, that's real easy to see those. And if people people apparently look at them all the time to see where they want to go. Yeah. They want to go and, you know, I want to see, oh, okay, you got this review from Amanda saying this place was, was really great. Food was nice. People were awesome. But then you got Billy over here. Billy said this place sucks. And the person that was serving me was an asshole. And, you know, I don't know, but it was, but you don't see it was like, oh, Billy was a being an, Billy was being a dick himself. So, yeah, exactly. but it doesn't show that on, on Google, that next part. Because you can't, if you're a business, you can't write back, hey, well, fuck you, Billy. <laughs> Billy, you're, you're fucking banned. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Which well, maybe. But the, something that I have found another rabbit hole falling down. If someone writes a really horrible review, I'm like, I want to know who this person is. And then I follow down their Google reviews. And most of the time, if someone writes a really nasty one, it's not the only one they've There's written. There's a lot. Yeah. Yep. I, I do the same thing. I, do, I go and I look at them. I'm like, I want to see if I trust this person. And I see, yeah. yeah, there's a shitload of them. They're just like, well, I didn't like it, but I assume that's how they talk. Yeah, I'm like, well, you seem unlikable. You don't like anything. No one likes yeah. you. And then yeah. so you you're, can learn so much. Like you could AI someone, basically. You could learn so much about them through their Google reviews. That might be a new new rabbit hole. That could be a whole new podcast here. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's find out about this person and their Google reviews. Yeah, I just, it's so interesting because it's, I love when someone writes a really good one. I'm like, oh, well, you just seem like, I wish we could be friends. Like, look at, you know, they, they go to like the same nail salon or something. I'm just like, oh, what a great person. Like, it just makes me feel better. But I do take a sick pleasure when someone's just really negative. And I'm like, you know what? Fine, fine. Just be unhappy. And I, I hope nothing good happens to you. Like, I, I just become invested in these people's lives. Like, it's a soap opera for me. I don't really watch soap operas. Yeah. Um, Razor this is your soap life. opera. This is my soap opera. <laughs> this is your soap opera. So then, like, you got people. I mean, maybe that's gonna be the new dating app. Just dating apps based off of people's Google reviews. It, the ones that I really read, I was like, this person should be undateable. Or like one yeah. guy, I I followed his life through his reviews, and they were like, you know, twenty or something. And it was him when he was dating his girlfriend, then he got married. And it was just like, so I could see the progression of his life. And I was like, I hate you. <laughs> like, <laughs> Again. Yeah. I'm yeah. just like, poor wife. Like what, what is she doing? I hope she gets out and then I'll wait for those reviews to come through. <laughs> yeah, get her reviews. I used to have to go to this place with my husband. Like, <laughs> and I thought it was bad because he didn't like it, but you know, I came here this place is great. It was just my <laughs> husband. He sucked. It, he, there, there's so much it's fascinating so i'm so glad i'm not the only one that does it like and i'll read them aloud to like my friends i'm like let me tell you and they're like no one cares <laughs> well you can tell me whenever you want i'm happy happy to hear that well so speaking of google how can people find you on google besides i guess type it into web chat gpt and finding yeah. out about you there so uh, I really, actually, it's really my Google reviews. Is, like I'm on Instagram, but I change my Instagram name all the time just because it's fun for me. So it's really hard to like find me consistently. I think I just have like Amanda Martin Tully. So I think that'll pull up on Google. Um, 
but really it's my Google reviews. That's the only thing I'm actually updating and uh-huh. having fun. Like I try and do like sometimes five to seven a week. And cool. <laughs> so it's, so, it, like, are these people, all places you're going to? Yeah, it's places I, I'm going to, places I've, I've been in the past few months, like, cause there'll be times where I'm just, well, I don't have time. Then I'll sit down and write like 20. Um, and cool. so people like, people started just following me for, to read my reviews. And I'm like, so this is, this is like the content I want to put out into the world now is just my Google reviews. That's, so. that's great. That's great. That's what kind of stuff that needs to be out in the world. And I think it's like you were saying, it's very telling about a person, how they do their reviews. And, and it's like, what, yeah. if you're over what, like 35, no one's on Yelp and Yelp is just like a cesspool. So I'm like Google review people right. are actually like, wanting to help and it's gotten so cool with all the like hey here's how much per person and here you know mobility accessibility for people like it's great and it, it seems to be more inclusive and they like are trying to reduce the people that are just monsters on there so yeah, yeah just follow me amanda martintelli on on google and then you can read I like my- it <laughs> i like that a lot because I, I, like I don't like tweet i don't have a tiktok i don't do anything like that um even better too much yeah i'm just you know, call me on my landline. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll we'll put up the number uh, later. Yeah, <laughs> everyone, can, everyone give her a call. Yeah. Say, say hi. I heard you. Yeah, just send your answering machine. <laughs> yeah, and I I want to buy a one a of the, a sock puppet. So how are they going to be able to buy sock puppets? Yeah, you you can uh, that you can find me on Instagram or message me on Google um yeah uh actually i believe i do have a slut button i i think it's tully loaded at slutbuttons.org i think is the email wait so you got it's an org is <laughs> it's a nonprofit? yeah that's that's our goal is for us to actually be able to make money and donate to lgbtq and queer organizations so we just have oh. to be able to make money off of them uh yeah. so that we can donate because right now we're just it's only going back into the cost of what we what we're creating so okay. that's, that was kind of the the inspiration is like how can we help queer organizations being two queer people like how do we give back to the community and you know it may not be a large amount but a hundred dollars two hundred dollars like it makes a difference to someone it's like the starfish sure. story like you know the starfish watch wash up on the beach and the old man is like tossing them back in and the little kid goes well, why are you doing that? You can't like save them all. And he's like, yeah, but it matters to like this one starfish. And so it's like it, anything you can do in any capacity, it helps. Um, so yeah. yeah. And but, socks, uh, socks are important. Socks are super important. Socks is the most requested item at any um shelter of any yeah, absolutely. of any item. Uh yeah, I I have a nonprofit for socks. So we're, we're, we're in that same, that same sock, sock life there. So that's amazing. It, it, how often do people find each other over socks? <laughs> that's, that's the first, that's the first. That's, 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 in the history. Yeah. So, so live the sock dream, follow Amanda Martin Tolley on the Google and find the slot <laughs> buttons and the good Google reviews. Thank you, Amanda, for being on. And thank you, everybody, for listening. And yeah, have a have a rad, rad day. And that is the show, (laughs) man.